0: Hey, hey, beautiful homemakers, love the show. Why not join us over on Patreon? It is a Patreon summer here on Homemaker Chic Podcast, because now for a dollar a month, you can become a patron of the show, be a part of the conversation. I'll be sharing videos on how I'm using my tubes, makeup and skincare this summer. And of course, you can upgrade, get those free digital copies of our cookbooks, watch full video episodes of the show, show your love for the show today for just a dollar a month visit patreon.com forward slash podcast. or just click the red circle over on our Instagram page and it will take you right there. Welcome back to Homemaker Chic Podcast. It's Monday. We are uh, ramping up for school year, spending the last few precious weeks of summer in red lipstick, no denim jumpers. Thanks for your patience last week as Shay was on it vacation. It was my fault. <laughs> and uh, I just simply put it that we had some mic issues. That was the easiest way you guys, my... to explain it. So we hoped you enjoyed a, a good old, uh, what was that one? Crotch snaps and cardboard? Yep. Is that what we called that episode? Yep. That was a funny one. Got a lot of great feedback a few years ago, so we reposted it. But we're here. Some of us are freshly vacationed. Others of us are mucking about in Listen. August weeds. Well, I don't know. Freshly just, vacation I'm not, I'm not jealous. is not quite I'm not the jealous. right word for
1: what I just <laughs> experienced.
0: <laughs> it looks had, like you did some relaxing. You got some tear marks on I'm your neck there. touch your neck out. That's what my stomach looks like. I look like a zebra. Yeah. because My I whole family like looks like
1: we have leprosy right now.
0: <laughs> I have like those 1980s. I have like, a, I call it my mom chair. So I have like this great like 1980s lawn chair that I got at a resale shop. And that's what I take to the beach like every day for the month of July when we do our 30-day beach challenge. And I have to sit up because my kids are like swimming in the lake, like swimming out to the floating dock. You know, like I can't – I never get to close my eyes, right? So because I'm sitting up, then my stomach is all like scrunched. And I have (laughs) – so I tan like – I can tan. Like if I just sat sat here and thought about tanning, I would get tan. And so my – my stomach is like, neat, 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 like all these little white lines. So when I stand up, it looks <laughs> straight. Like an accordion. That means I wear a <laughs> bikini. So now you all know. So <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back. Um,
1: we went to Polly's Island, South Carolina, which is where Stewart's family has been vacationing for close to 30 years now. And I've been included in that in, I think, 17 of the years. So quite a while we've been going here. And it's fabulous and wonderful. But my laptop broke. <laughs> And um, we didn't have enough internet, which is Mm. crazy that there are still places like that. But we couldn't have recorded even if we wanted to, unfortunately. So it just wasn't in the cards. So I'm really glad to be back. I tried to really stay on top of everything and it totally imploded. So (laughs) go figure. (laughs) But this year we had 25 people, one house, two weddings and a funeral. So it was... Not the normal beach vacation. It was quite packed, quite wonderful in a lot of ways, but not not restful, not the restful sort of uh, family gathering. So here we go (laughs) back at it.
0: Yeah. Yep. Back at it. And I missed you. I missed you. I never know. Like we I don't I don't know how to navigate like when we're apart. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to bugger. I don't yeah. like it when people bug me when I'm away. I'm like, could I just be? But then, like, there's got to be, like, a certain amount of bugging that can take uh-huh. place. But then I was just up to my eyeballs. And yeah.
1: hmm
0: So I'm glad you're back. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad to be back.
1: Actually, I'm really glad to be back. About two days before the vacation was over, I was really anxious to... Mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot that we're accountable to here, and maybe there mm-hmm. will be in a time a time in our life where that's not the case, but there's just a lot to do right now. And I was sitting there just knowing that my tomatoes were just waiting for me, you know, like all yeah. this harvest that we've been gearing up for for since February when we planted those seeds, like it's now. Yeah. So it's hard because I enjoy that
0: stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how uh, to can balance. Can you imagine? Yeah. I can you imagine just like coming home to like a rotten carton of milk and a bunch of emails. Everything else is just the way you left it. Yeah. 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 No, I can't
1: imagine that. Um, I wanted a latte so bad yesterday and didn't have any milk. <laughs> so it was just like, we got to we got to get this ball rolling in the right direction. Right. But I felt very content coming back. And you guys. I have so much food fuel to launch me forward into the next season because, okay, I know you go to the food all the time. Food inspiration? No. Food. Well, food motivation. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So I don't really go to the the grocery store that much. Yeah. So I was in a house with 25 other people and everyone kind of brings their own food to the equation. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess I kind of didn't realize how bad some of the food stuff has gotten. I'm serious. (laughs) (laughs) Like the ingredient, you flip it over and you're like,
0: what is this even? And it's everything. Yeah, I don't, I mean, aside from I don't really even see you wandering the aisles of Fred Meyer in my uh-uh. imagination. No. Uh-uh. And to be fair, I go to the, like, you get to have food delivered. Like, uh-huh. I don't have, Costco is not delivering my food. Okay. Uh-huh. So if I forget something at Costco, I have to go to the pig. Like, mm-hmm. I can't stand Shay. She'll call and go, I'm just having a Costco order dropped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pay you
1: $5 to bring me my Costco order and save me two hours of shopping time. You betcha I I will. I'd pay you $25,
0: but Mm -hmm. alas, your zip code does not qualify. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and because of that, I know the kinds of things that I'm shopping for. I'm super particular. So, without delving too deep into the everything's poison camp because (laughs) I know nobody cares about that except for a few of us. But (laughs) I was really encouraged coming back. Like, look, your life could be so much easier. Mm-hmm. So when we were at the beach, I kind of had to let go of some of the mom tendencies that I have because it's about keeping the peace. It's about being with family. It's about enjoying this time. And like nobody wants a mom harping on them. Um, and you couldn't really control it perfectly anyway. And so there mm-hmm. were many mornings where my kids would get up before me and they would go and just pull themselves, pour themselves a big bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, which they've probably had six times in their life you know mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just not we don't have cereal for breakfast it's just not what we do so I would come downstairs and they would have had breakfast one bowl, swinging fr- swinging from the chandelier from on the, the on a sugar high <laughs> but I was just like you're that that could be your life if you wanted to do that mm-hmm. like you are the one who's stopping you from buying cereal right you, so
0: you do you, okay wait a minute you never buy cereal
1: I never buy cereal. No, I don't.
0: I'm out. (laughs) Wow. I do. I buy, well, you know what? You've never spent so much time flipping over each box to see which one doesn't have seed oils in it. It's impossible. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, Kashi, uh, cinnamon, like they look like shredded wheat, but they just have cinnamon on them. Mm-hmm. That box of kashi does not have seed oils, so that's typically what we get. Mm-hmm. If we we'll get it like twice a month, three boxes. They murder all three boxes in one sitting. Yeah, that's the problem. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the problem with cereal. It's like it's just nonsense, and that's what I would tell my kid. Like, look, what you're. It's just nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's not even a thing. <laughs> it's just like a made
0: up thing. <laughs> made up thing. It is a made up thing. Isn't there a whole story behind cereal and why? I think there is some sort of. creepy I don't know if that's urban legend backstory, backstory. or not, but okay. it was like. Um,
1: so this oh, maybe you and Seinfeld
0: part ways. Then this is yes, Jerry Seinfeld and you part on cereal.
1: Okay. Um, anyway, I came back with the renewed vigor. I don't know what the right word would be—idea or like reality—that things are harder in some departments for us because we're choosing to do things a certain way and you either are convicted enough to do it or you're not and if mm-hmm. you are convicted enough to do it then you need to remember why and you need to shut up about it and stop griping and groaning cuz you are the one that's doing it to yourself mm-hmm. it's nobody's holding my feet to the flame yeah it's me choosing to do it and so i either need to Like, put up or shut up, basically. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's either worth it or it's not. And that was a great perspective to come back into this season with. Because I have two very full months of garden putting up and, like, preserving and all Mm -hmm. this food work ahead of me. And on top of that, between the cooking community and YouTube videos and recipe development for Jovial... And partnering with Bona Fortuna, like the I am cooking and creating recipes every day. Mm -hmm. So I really have to be in love with it or it's it's not going to work. Right. Right. So I came back very convicted, like I am in love with this and that stuff is trash. (laughs) I'm sure of it. (laughs) Oh, for
0: sure. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think I think looking at like any family right now because everybody's sort of in transition mode I think any homemaker or any family it is a good idea to look at because everybody's family is going to be different some families are sports families and it's a huge taxing thing and they're doing sports every night of the week and there's equipment to buy and games and photographs to be taken and tournaments that are scheduled for later this you know like everybody some people are um, very like college focused with their kids. So it's very intense studies. There's college prep, you know, going on years mm-hmm. in advance. Every family, especially right now I think at this time of the year, like kind of takes a step back. It would be wise to take a step back and go, "We're doing this is worth it? Like we're still this is still what we want to be doing, you know, cuz it is whatever like kind of path or lifestyle that you've chosen, there's aspects of it that are really really hard." And I think a a good just check in a good check-in going we're this is still what we want right it's probably really wise Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and you realize like you've actually labored for all these
1: years for a particular reason so Mm -hmm. even from the way that we decorate our houses to the way that we dress to the way that Mm -hmm. we educate our kids to the food that we eat for most of us that came from some sort of interior conviction or idea or belief Mm -hmm. and so my house for example like I've decorated it in this way and cultivated it in this way because it's what I find very beautiful Mm -hmm. and it's so it's not it's not nothing like every piece of our life we really intentionally touch and maybe not everybody
0: thinks like that or does that well I don't know. But, there's, but they're still touching, whether it's intentional or not. I mean, everybody's everybody's life is multifaceted and and selected, either subconsciously yeah. or consciously. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Here we go, getting all existentials. We just I would started say before I, we... <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Before we dive too deep down, let's thank our season sponsor of Tubes & Co., if you see my lips right now, patrons who are watching the video, I am wearing my favorite lip gloss from Toops & Co. called Tiamo. It's so beautiful. That so so good on you. Thank
0: you. Mm-hmm.
1: So we want you to visit ToopsAndCo.com. Use the code SUMMERBEAUTY for 10% off of your purchase. I'm sure many of you have heard us talk about Toops & Co. before, but it bears repeating that this is your one-stop shop for clean, organic skincare without any sort of artificial dyes, colors, fragrances, or additives that are going to mess with your hormones, mess with your skin in not good ways. This is clean makeup. So whether you're just wanting to wash your face and moisturize with a really natural moisturizer, or you're wanting to use makeup, foundation, eyeshadow, mascaras, lipsticks, that's why we call it your one-stop shop for this organic skincare because you can go there, shop around, Emily has put a lot of work into cultivating really beautiful products. Did you have one that you were going to share today? You've been teaching people uh, how to some makeup tips along the way.
0: No, I totally forgot that. <laughs> okay, Noel, here, I will share you this. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, even though we did like a flashback, I did give an introduction, talked a little mm-hmm. bit to the audience, Listen to that because I shared with the audience my whole list because at like twice a year I do a big tubes order. And so I went through my whole order last week and shared everything that oh. I bought to stock up for myself and then teenagers and yeah. Joel. So that list is there. And one of the things I did get, I don't have it in front of me, it's in the other room, I apologize, mm-hmm. is they have a new... I might not have the name totally correct, but a tallow stick. Oh. Like a super hydrating. So um my husband gets like he can get like eczema in his eyebrows and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's been using it like on those patches. He loves it. Oh, that's cool. I'm it's a new Yeah, it's brand new. Yep. And um I did patrons I finally remembered that I told you I was going to be posting videos. So go to Patreon because there's some tutorials okay. uh, filmed and up for you. So there you go. So there's that. Okay. So
1: toopsandco.com. That's
0: toops. toops
1: T-O-U-P-S. Like, Toop like soup. Toopsandco.com and use the code SUMMERBEAUTY for 10% off.
0: Or simply go to Instagram and click the little red button that says beauty on the Homemaker Chic podcast page. There you go. And while you're there, right next to Beauty, it says Sheets, and so you can click that and visit American Blossom Linens. Use the coupon code Homemaker Chic twenty for twenty percent off. If you are restocking your house for fall or sending someone off to college and you want them to have nice bedding and warm, cozy blankets, use that coupon code Homemaker Chic twenty for twenty percent off your purchase. Mm-hmm. American grown, American made linens.
1: What is it about September that makes you want
0: to do that? (laughs) Uh, I don't know, but that's – it's not September yet. Don't push it. No, I know, I know. That's all I'm doing this week It's just getting things in order. And it just just feels so good. Next on my list is my cooler. I'm weeding my back garden. We're uh, extending the pasture today for some of the animals. Like, all week long we're working – just in our home just to get it Mm -hmm. there's it's like it does it literally for me it feels as strong as like before i have a baby when it does you get this surge of energy and you just go berserk trying to get your little world in order Mm -hmm. and that's what it feels like it's like a nesting it's like a preschool nesting for sure
1: yesterday was sunday so we went to church and came home like we'd just gotten home the night before. So we're still messed up time zone wise. But I canned 26 quarts of San Marzano tomatoes and went downstairs and everyone's just like half a steward's dying. In bed. Everyone's exhausted. I'm like, let's go. I'm ready to keep going. Like I just I did. I felt this surge of energy of there's so much I want to account for. And mm-hmm. Some of the things are very normal things like let's get the house clean. Let's get the office organized before a huge chunk of our day is taken up by school. Mm -hmm. Some of it's a little bit more unrealistic. Like let's paint the side of the house. We're like,
0: oh my gosh. We have one side of our house that is not painted. I'm like, could we please paint this? (laughs) Yeah, especially like you take the drone up for YouTube or something. You're like, well, don't film the west side because it's still gray.
1: <laughs> it's so awful.
0: Oh, we don't do yeah. drone
1: shots for YouTube anymore unless they're really tight.
0: Really tight. Really tight. They got to yeah. be tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've learned too our much, lesson. Too learned much. Learned too, too, <laughs> <laughs> too much Billy showing. Too much. Oh,
1: your house is so beautiful. Yes, that bowl of vegetables on my counter is beautiful isn't it exactly. don't look at my driveway <laughs>
0: <laughs> pay no attention to the mm-hmm. the garbage in the driveway mm-hmm. yeah I need to like clean out my truck my truck is just beach mama truck mm-hmm. just holy cow mm-hmm. uh, have you ever gotten we, your, your car home, professionally detailed uh no but my son does that and you'd think he would do it for his own mother yeah yeah that would no, be I haven't. On the way home from my grandpa's funeral, we stopped at Trader Joe's. Speaking of sugar, when we go to Trader Joe's, when we travel, which is, you know, I don't know, once a quarter, or whatever, I get a container of cat cookies. And they should be called crack cookies because my children love them so much. They're like Teddy Grams or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They love cat cookies. I'm like, ultimate mom, if I buy a 4 or $5 tub of cat cookies. Well, we're on the way home from this funeral, and you've got six kids in the suburban, right? One of them's 18 and large and spazzy, and they start like f- fake fighting over the cat cookies, and they went flying. So there's cat cookies all over the inside of my truck mm-hmm. with beach towels, and it's really bad. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. really bad. How do you go about?
1: <laughs> how do you go about tackling all those things? I have learned in my adult life I genuinely struggle with setting priorities because it all mm. feels like a priority, and I know that that's untrue. But it, mm. I have a very hard time saying, okay, this thing, this is the thing that I need to concentrate effort on. And I've been thinking a lot about this, kind of like you and I were catching up yesterday about like when you do Dave Ramsey. He has you build the debt snowball. So you start Mm -hmm. with the smallest debt, you line out to the biggest and then you start paying off the smallest and then you pay that off and then roll it into the next one and then roll it into the next one. And the idea is it's focused effort. And when you Mm -hmm. see the results of that, then you're more inclined to keep going and you actually make progress. Mm -hmm. So I know that that is also true in the home. But what can happen is that you just, oh, I got to make lunch and oh, I need to change the laundry. And you're just spastically kind of moving around all day. Mm -hmm. But
0: you're not like seeing anything from it. Okay, but that's like daily activity. Do you have a hard time with daily? Well, no, because you have your little system and everything. But like um, when it comes to the big things. And I don't, I don't know if this is more of like because of where we live, because stuff is so far away, and so it takes a lot of coordination to do things. Like if an errand has right. to be run, right? Oh my gosh, we live so far from anything. So I think of it like a chain. Like what's interconnecting? Okay, that helps me prioritize. So like right now, we're having a cow processed, so that means I have to deep, I have to like, unplug the freezers and clean them out. Mm-hmm that so that yay meat is coming and we're stocking up and so then that task has to get done and then the cooler has to get like all those things are connected Mm -hmm. you know um that's I try to like link them that way like if one thing affects the other or on a certain day I'll try to like group things that are that connect with each other so then I feel like a surge of momentum okay it's fall. So there's food coming in from the garden. The cow's coming in next week. The freezers are clean. The, the cooler is cleaned out. You know, mm-hmm. now that whole like kind of food thing is done. Mm-hmm. Next, closets or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, like. And then the closets would be like, okay, we're. Going on a family vacation and people need new back to school clothes. We got to get rid of the old stuff. So then I'm chipping off clothes for the vacation. I'm chipping off getting rid of old stuff. I'm chipping off the shopping and the organizing. Like I just helped my girls design a new closet. We hung new rungs and everything. So like that whole like clothing and the projects that fall under that are done, you know. And then it feels like you're like actually, for me, it makes it feel like I'm actually getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's not just like random, oh, oh, I could clean the cooler right now. And then I could go do a closet. I try to, like, cluster them.
1: Cluster sure. projects.
0: Sure. So That makes sense. I think the defeating part of that is, like, when you're,
1: like, and then that food stuff is done. Mm-hmm. That like, I can never say that.
0: <laughs> oh, no, not done. What's done? Okay. Done air quotes. <laughs> okay. You're listening to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela. I'm Shay. And we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips
1: and no denim jumpers. If you're interested in preserving food, Homemaker Chic listeners go big with the Harvest Right Home Freeze Dryer. Freeze-dried foods last for 25 years and will maintain taste, color, and flavor. The food retains nearly all of its nutritional value and home freeze-dried foods cost a third of the store-bought version, which means that your freeze-dryer from Harvest Right will pay for itself in no time. This is the perfect season to order your freeze dryer, get it set up and have it ready for the rest of summer and autumn bounty, whether you're getting that from the gardens or the markets. You can use your freeze dryer to preserve food when it's on sale at the store, prepare whole meals for something like camping or hiking, or just make sure that none of the food that you have in your house goes to waste. Whether you're freeze drying fruits, vegetables, herbs, milk, or even eggs, Harvestrite Right machines are the best on the market. This will soon become an invaluable member of your preserving kitchen. So you can visit bit.ly forward slash Homemaker, or just click the link in the show notes or over on Instagram to shop your new home freeze dryer system from Harvest Right today.
0: What if you could have heirloom linens that didn't end up on next year's garage sale? What about investing once in an American-made product designed to last a lifetime? Shay and I both dress our beds and our bathrooms in sheets and towels from American Blossom Linens, and you can too, by visiting AmericanBlossomLinens.com and using our exclusive coupon code, Chic 20 for 20% off. Our friends at American Blossom Linens are dedicated to bringing us quality American-made linens that can stand the test of time and be beautiful at the same time. We affectionately call them Modern Vintage. They are soft and plush and gorgeous, and we know you will love them as much as we do. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com And use the coupon code HOMEMAKERSCHIC20 for 20% off.
1: Exactly. So, like, (laughs) Like, I could could work my girls like, (laughs) upside down and sideways for the next 60 days and not be... It sounded good. Dumb, right? Right, right. Yeah, it's, I just, I find that tricky to, yes, it's easy sometimes when you're, when you know, okay, we're on a deadline Mm -hmm. and we have to operate in this way. Mm -hmm. But I find it harder to just, there's just a lot of
0: moving pieces. Homemakers, if you're feeling overwhelmed. It's because it's a job with a huge job description. Think about like if you take on a new career and like, Think about training, like how much training is involved. And somebody has to walk you through it. Somebody shadows you. Somebody gives you a company manual. Mm-hmm. There are meetings to attend. There are conference calls. Like, yeah, that's so you stay on task and you get it all done. Mm-hmm. And the homemaker is just like, boop, kicked mm-hmm. out there. Like, right, make it happen. Right, you know, because it's th- closets and
1: it's food and it's the home. And it's for a lot of us who are homeschooling, schooling and careers and, for a lot of us and it's you the know. career yeah. and it's the budget and the mm-hmm. bank account mm-hmm. and making sure you don't run out of batteries and oh so and so needs a new pair of shoes yeah right it's right. a lot of things so a few episodes ago we talked about the she system so I'm working on building mine back up but because mm-hmm. I'm motivated by beauty and my cards were in a hot car and they like like made this weird look at them They, like, folded weird. Oh, yeah. like, well, that just won't do. Will it? (laughs) Now (laughs) I got to rewrite them all. Like an idiot. (laughs) So what I'm trying to do is when a task comes up like that, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to just write it down. Like, oh, Juliet needs new socks. Okay, write it on a card and put it in the week category where, okay, then when you're running errands in town, you remember, you can sort through your cards. Okay, what needs to be done in town? All right, we need mm-hmm. dog food. We can stop by Fred Meyer and get socks or whatever. Yeah, Trying to find a that. system so mm-hmm. that it can not all exist in your head. <laughs> My head's tired, you guys. <laughs> so tired, <laughs> right? And there
0: is a lot going on up there. There's a lot going on. A up there. lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of good stuff too. I- I don't know what it was just stepping away from the normal routine for a while, but I genuinely came home and just thought, "Mm, I am content. Mm. So there were a lot of fancy things in South Carolina. Everybody's cars, I'm looking around, I'm like, what do y'all do for a living? Is is everyone just financing $80,000 cars? Like. Because where I come from, that is still a house. In my mind, you should be able to buy a house for 120000 okay. I went over
0: to my friend's house the other day for the first time. And like we were, we followed them home. And they drove separate. And it was dark. I wasn't paying attention. we pulled in. I'm like, oh, two two beamers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just I'll just try not to spill any cat cookies in your driveway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then we
1: came. So we're like, again, surrounded by all these mm-hmm. posh. For me, like kind of posh things, right? Like nice houses. The car this. thing.
0: I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on the car thing. I've got like rust. And like I do. I look that's at what people's I'm cars and I'm like, you must be amazing. You must. What do
1: you do for me? Are you the founder of Google? What? <laughs> well, how can there be this many rich people around me?
0: That's true. You know so what I true. mean? And my, my car like, is my every week, there's something new wrong with it. I've only oh had yeah. it for three years. It just hit 200,000 miles. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like, listen, here's what it comes down to some people like to put their money in cars, but I have a bitch in
0: Persian rug collection.
1: <laughs> so, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> it's like I came home and walked into our house. And I'm like, yeah, your car is over 15 years old, but. Yeah. What we have chosen to do with our income mm-hmm. is to buy really nice food and <laughs> eat buy Italian hams ham. right, and right. eat prosciutto. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like buy really nice, beautiful linens for our bed and like fancy, wonderful little things that bring us a lot of pleasure. Like these little mm-hmm. stupid candles. I love these candles, and I have to buy them from a little store and i love them but like that's where we have chosen to put our yeah. money so that we enjoy i would argue we enjoy our everyday a lot more than most people do probably we uh, sit you down think
0: like oh gosh like aesthetically like well, I know like, a lot of people yeah i mean they're they're leaving to go on vacation to find something beautiful and we do that too but i I've always like, been of this mindset, like, no, I'm going to create, like, a really beautiful little exactly. micro world that's so that exactly I don't it. crave leaving all the time. Even with small kids, like, I, I had friends who always wanted to leave. Let's go to the mall. Let's go on a play date. Let's go here. Let's take the kids there. I'm like, actually, I just really want to be home. Let's <laughs> braid some <laughs> garlic and, like, starch <laughs> sheets. Right. <laughs> Together.
1: Yeah. Because that, uh, exactly I like it, it
0: here. I don't want to escape. Yeah. So I know everybody does things different, but yeah.
1: Right. And that's the thing. It's everybody does things different. And what we've chosen to do is like, like we don't save our nice meals for the weekends. Like Mm -hmm. we have nice meals and wine on Wednesdays and we put on the music and we like, we've worked really hard to cultivate and even our work that we do our careers, like we work from home and as hard as our job can be at times. And I know it, maybe looks kind of glamorous but trust me there are moments (laughs) deep moments of self-doubt and frustration and anger and all the things that normally accompany a job but like we've worked really hard to have that be our position and so we don't have jobs that we hate we don't have bosses that we hate right because we've worked really hard for that to not be the case and by God's grace we've been able to do what we do so right and, and only <laughs> I think I said this a few episodes ago but it was a really great, great quote that I saw in a stupid little reel on Instagram and it was this comedian saying look my mama said you don't be jealous of nobody's car that's what they were talking about specifically okay don't be jealous of nobody's car because you don't know what they had to do to get it and you don't know what they're having to do to keep it yeah And it's so true. You see this or that in their home or in their driveway or in their bank account. Well, for all I mean, for all you know, that was a very, very, very costly possession for them to acquire. And those beautiful big houses that so many people live in. (laughs) You don't know what they had to do to get it and you don't know what they're having to do to keep it. And that doesn't mean you're wishing ill on them. It just means that's the reality like. Things are costly. So when Stu, when we were kind of kicking this idea around, when we got back, Stu said, well, would you do what so-and-so has had to do? Would you do what so-and-so has had to do if it meant more success, more income, more of all these things. And I was just like, no, I really am content to go to my herb garden and like harvest lavender bundles for whatever reason
0: right yeah
1: and i feel rich when i have a basket of eggs
0: so so very rich yeah it's true it is it's true it's totally true i mean everybody that's why it's just best to just like you can appreciate other people don't worry about their stuff Mm -hmm. yeah
1: i mean you're not gonna get it anyway But do you remember those? I can remember it so well. I can almost taste it. When newlywed, I was a newlywed and I had just sort of started to step into what this could look like. Mm. And I know we've talked about this before, but there was this really great blog when blogs were it Mm -hmm. called Homestead Revival. And Amy Walker... Was the author of this blog. And she... She was just so, like, womanly. (laughs) She was such a homemaker. She would, like, clean out her pantry and label her jars and, like... These things, like... They struck up an emotion in you.
0: You remember that feeling? I... I remember thinking... This is a skill. Mm. And I remember thinking, like, she taught herself this, or somebody taught her, and I'm going to glean everything I can from these blog posts. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I even implement implemented half or an eighth of what I saw, but it made me feel so good even just to know that it was possible. Uh-huh. And she was just so organized and so and completely different lives her kids were older she clearly had way more money i remember once she posted her house for sale and I you know this oh, yeah. was back in the day and i was like whoa, who can even
1: buy a house like that you know
0: <laughs> i'm looking you, you know right um, now
1: to see if it if it's still there i don't know. think it's
0: i don't think it's gone it's still there yeah i don't think it's gone Hmm. So she stopped
1: posting in 2015 and she only posted twice.
0: Her husband got sick, I think. Oh, okay. Right? He got I think her husband developed MS and so there was going to be a lot of like kind of mm-hmm. reformatting the house or doing things to and to accommodate his Physical capabilities and energy levels and things like that. I think she was going to pull back a little bit from, like, the homesteading, like, the labor intensive. I think. I could be remembering wrong, but there was something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you. Sometimes going backwards
1: is going forwards. And we should encourage our listeners to do that. There are old blogs. Mine and Angela's. Amy's, Homestead Revival, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where you take things in at a different pace. You pull up a blog post and it's like, oh, here's a picture of my cat and here's a picture of my pantry and here's a few paragraphs about what I want to talk about, maybe list about this or that and a few more pictures. And like the way that you take in that information when you're reading is vastly different Mm -hmm. than even listening to a podcast. And I remember... You know, I would check in with my blogs that I followed every few days and a blog post about the right thing at the right time. It could change my whole day. Yeah. And you're like, yes, I'm going to do this.
0: Yeah. It's like it was like a trajectory. It was. It really was. I. I, okay, last week I posted. um, Did you see my Lego trays? Yes. So freaking proud of my Lego trays. I call them junk art, junkyards on wheels. So I made my boys, if you go on Instagram, you can see I did a reel, like a little DIY reel. Um, they have like a quilt in the middle of the room and it's just full. We have a bajillion Legos, okay? So they're just everywhere on the floor. And I saw somebody, it's not my idea. I don't know who to give credit to. Um, but I saw a reel a couple of weeks ago of a lady who had made these like trays that slide under the bed on wheels. And so I thought, well, shoot, I can do that. So the boys and I made two last week and I'm so proud of them because I like use the compound miter saw and all that. And I was just geeked. (laughs) I was just nerding out on doing something myself. Um, Where am I going with this? Oh, I'm on the wrong reel. Okay, I'm going to switch really quick. So super proud of my trays. But I posted a reel about um, making starch for my sheets and I use some you keep. Flipping in and out. Is our connection okay? It's fine. Okay. Um, I made some starch for my sheets, and then sure enough, the question started coming in, like, how do you do that? Because I didn't post like one tablespoon of this. Da-da-da-da. You know, it's just a little tiny video. So I found an old blog post where I had posted um how I was making starch at the time. And so actually the girls did it while I was driving. I said, You guys Google Parisian Farm Girl Starch, see what you can find. See if I did a blog post on that once. So they did, and I linked it in Instagram stories. And then I pulled up my own blog post. I'm like, oh, look at that. That's a nice little blog post with some Mm -hmm. sweet thoughts about aprons and how I feel about aprons and how I take care of them. And Mm -hmm. I remember that. I remember that feeling of just like I was super into like aprons. I still am, but I was like kind of just really discovering how I love to wear one every day and people would come over and comment, you always have an apron on. And. Oh, my great grandma always had an apron on. And I remember that post for a lot of people, the feedback was encouraging to them to start wearing an apron, you know? So it's just, you never know, like there's something about, like you said, those older blog posts that as a homemaker, you read them and it just kind of pointed you and pushed you off to do something or encouraged you. Yeah. Loved it. And when we, we talked a few episodes ago, maybe it was the last time we talked, those people have a
1: lot of question about the little years.
0: Mm -hmm. with
1: their children and how to make it through and how to direct. And I'm telling y'all I (laughs) blogs and consuming from the right places at this particular place. There's nothing that requires. How do you put It doesn't require anything of you when you visit a beautiful blog and it's aesthetically pleasing and you find an old post. I used to do this with Angela's all the time. And I would read it, and if a kid interrupts you, so what? Next time you open the app, it's not going to be gone. It's just still there, right? It's still, it's not moving. Yeah. So you just sort of consume it in in this sort of slower way.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying as far as consumption. Different than like wait, it's like you touch the screen wrong, and that Instagram post is gone. You're like, wait, where I was just reading something, and it's not that
1: surrounded by. 18 other things. It's just one little pocket. So, your kid goes down for a nap, let's say, or let's how I used to think about it. Like, okay, Owen goes down for a nap. I make myself a cup of coffee and I go to my blog or I go to the internet and I search Angela's blog or I search Homestead Revival's blog. Or another one I used to read all the time was New Life on a Homestead. Kendra owned it then. She doesn't own it anymore. But she was learning how to do all these things that I really aspired to learn how to do. And so I would just have like three to five that I would read a lot. Mm -hmm. I would go and I would see any new posts and I would consume it. And it was a quiet consumption. Yeah. Because it wasn't. There, w- there was no scrolling. <laughs> it was well, just, it was
0: intentional, too. It wasn't you weren't being spoon fed by an algorithm. You weren't like. being spoon fed. And bloggers, even back
1: in the day, they would post like at most once a day, at most. But usually it was maybe twice, maybe three times a week. So there wasn't something for you every day,
0: which is why you followed a few. Oh, OK. You said once a day when you you meant once a week when you first started just now. Did you no? Mean no, no. I mean, once, I used to
1: post once a day on my blog. Once a day, a new blog post each day.
0: Okay, sorry, you confused me. Okay, right.
1: but my point is, there wasn't stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. There wasn't just this constant barrage of information. What I'm getting at is that when my kids were little, that was the catalyst for me to start my blog, write my cookbook, learn how to bake bread, wear an apron you know, start to kind of really get and develop the skills of keeping a home, having people over for dinner, like all these things, they all came from blocks. And that Mm -hmm. might seem really silly now, but like I cannot overstate how impactful that type of consumption of media consumption was for me when my kids were little because it would You know, I would read a blog post on homemade baby food or whatever, garlic biscuits Mm -hmm. or like something. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, well, that's what we're doing today. Here we go. And it would give me this like little bit of a focused energy, some excitement about something Mm -hmm. when you're in the times of diapers and nursing and naps and you can't really leave the house and all these kinds of things.
0: It was a very, very special time for me. It really was. It really was. And, like, I look back and, you know, it's like, it's interesting because now the things I have to say are different. But I actually am really proud of what I had to say back then. I did a series called Teach Your Children to Eat. I loved that. I was so, like, Intrigued and proud and curious as a new mom of like raising children that would actually eat food, and I, yeah, it was just um, mm-hmm. it was a it was a very special time. Those earlier block days, they really yeah, they yeah.
1: really were. I don't think I would like having little babies now, and the way that people consume media, with Instagram and with TikTok and with just just that barrage of stuff that's, yeah, you might get a little sweet homemaking video on wearing an apron and it's surrounded by 20-somethings and bikinis looking pretty dang good on <sighs> Greek Greece beaches. You know what I mean? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, so now, like, me doing cloth diapers is not so cool. <laughs> Like, yeah, there are people cliff jumping and going out for drinks and like doing these sort of different things. I think that would be incredibly overwhelming as a young mom.
0: Mm. Well, the thing about like, yeah, the blogging like that or the consumption, it wasn't it was intentional. I'm going to go to Amy's now. Nobody's going to prompt me to go to Amy's. I mean, we had kind of have our little clicks on the sidebar where we would all post Mm -hmm. our favorite blogs, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, but it was still, gosh, I remember a few, I remember, um, this woman named Stephanie, she lived in New Orleans. Her blog was Bonjour Madame. I loved her blog and like, she was inspired by me and would write about it. And I was inspired by her and would write about it. Um, man. Yeah. Is her blog um, still up? Bonjour, madame. I don't think so. Everybody
1: had a, like, dot blogspot, dot she,
0: she did it on the down low. Like, her family didn't even know she wrote it. Oh, really? I don't think. Yeah, like, her mother. I don't think she was a mother, but I mean, like, her. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm looking now. Mm-mm. No, I guess it wouldn't have been dot com. Because it would have been blogspot dot com. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't know. Hmm.
1: Yeah, this is this is really fun. Um, oh. is it there?
0: Uh. This is this is not her. There's no way that's her. Her blog was prettier than this. Oh, here it is. Look at that last post,
1: 2011.
0: Oh, 2011. Bonjour, Madame com. But, like, I remember she had it. I, one, I used to write about not having a TV, right? And she got so jazzed, she took the TV out of her bedroom. Like, she got rid of her TV. That's what I'm saying. There was, like, this you know? direct line
1: of influence yeah. and action that came from blogs, that we
0: don't have that same reaction anymore to stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, you know, I wore red lipstick, but, like, we were, like, f- so poor, right? I had one tube of red lipstick. And she's, like, a career woman. One day in a blog post, she pulls out her drawer and shows, like, all her red lipsticks. And it was just so beautiful. I'm like, that is so beautiful. Look at all those shiny gold tubes, mm-hmm. you know, just, like, whatever. And it just gave you this feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. It is. It's a totally different feeling than mm-hmm. Instagram. I want,
1: <laughs> I want that, again, like, we always say you don't arrive in homemaking. You are mm-hmm. just walking along, okay? Yeah. And yeah. you make progress and it's fine. And it's good. But I want that still. I want that still. And I mm-hmm. think part of the solution for me is the elimination of the feeds, just like the the constant... I don't know. Like, Where are you drawing that sort of like... I've tried... There's a few other podcasts I've tried to listen to. None of them have really clicked
0: for me. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Um,
0: My main... Like, gosh. Like, if I'm going to talk about just like inspiration. Is there's actually one... See that magazine mm-hmm. back there? Called English Home. Mm-hmm. I read that cover to cover every month. Mm-hmm. And I get... Freaking jazzed! It's design, you know. Mm-hmm. It's interior design, and I get really jazzed. Mm-hmm. I love it. There's it always is focusing on um, craftsmanship, which I really, really appreciate. So there's always artisans and artists highlighted and old school techniques. Um, so that's definitely something that I consume diligently, mm-hmm. uh, and I take that then into. My home, mm-hmm. whether it's swapping out a curtain or hanging a piece of art, like it, it spurs me on for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think of where else this comes from. Mm. Let's think about it. I'm going to cue the wine music because. Okay having audio hardware things. It keeps that's why I keep freezing. It's
0: like, yeah, you keep disappearing. It's bizarre. It's
1: little... Um, but I want to share with you guys a wine and a sweet story. So why don't okay. you intro Dry Farms and then I'll share my sweet little story
0: with you. Okay, if you are waiting and you never have, this is your call to action. You need to visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and you need to order some wine. Just give it a try. Try three bottles of red, maybe three bottles of white, maybe bubbly's your thing, or I know some parts of the country are still really hot, grab some rosé. You're gonna get an extra bottle for a penny no matter what combo you order. If it's three, six, 12, you're gonna get an extra bottle for a penny with your first order. And we just want you to experience what Shay calls the sourdough of the wine world because these wines are naturally fermented with the yeast that is on the fruit so that's the only thing that's involved there is no added sugar there's no gmo yeast there's no purple dyes colorants anything like that you're not going to get that bloated wine belly when you drink it you're not going to get a headache after having a glass excellent excellent pure and natural wines so if you've maybe wanted to like i know a lot of people want to like wine they want to like wine even um as part part of a a social skill, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's having a glass of wine with some, it's social. It's like knowing how to dance. It is a social activity. Um, But maybe you've always found them uh, too syrupy and sweet and heavy. This is the wine you've been looking for. So dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Get an extra bottle for a penny with your first order. Do it, do it now. They ship really quick. And it's a really fun experience when the box comes because there's lots of like fun little paperworks and it's a treat. It's definitely mm-hmm. a treat. So do you have a bottle that you I do share with us? Okay, and a little anecdote. Okay, so <clears throat> Angela would never approve of this. Oh boy. Stop. Because
1: I came home from vacation. I was like, I want a glass of dry farm and I want a glass of raw milk. And I hadn't chilled. Any of my white wines. Okay. And my house is pretty hot. Angela has said before, I swear if you serve me a room temperature white wine. (laughs) Well, I drank this at room temperature. Okay. Okay. It's a French wine. I'm going to hold it up for Angela so she can pronounce it.
0: Oh. Chateau. I don't know how to pronounce that. Miadou, maybe. chateau
1: Le miadou So there's a woman playing a flute on the bottle. So this is a blend. It's a 70% Sauvignon Blanc, 30% Sémillon. Is that how you say that?
0: Sémillon. Okay, Mm -hmm. so
1: here's the region, Angela. How do I say this?
0: Bergerac. Bergerac. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So I opened this up, poured myself a glass, And every sip I took, I was like, this is so good. It didn't really taste like a French wine to me at all, but it was absolutely delicious. Even at room temperature, it was fruity and bright and full and so good. Last night for dinner, because everyone's stomachs are off and we're still adjusting, (laughs) I made this gorgeous homemade sourdough focaccia. And I just sprinkled Pecorino and Parmesan over the top and doused it in olive oil. I mean, it was dripping off. Mm -hmm. And we just had these big, thick, hot, gorgeous slices of focaccia. Mm -hmm. Stu and I had a glass of this wine and it was absolutely divine. Here's the funny part. We're out in the garden this morning. We come in. My boys are dressed in their Sunday church clothes, like vests, the whole thing. They've turned the kitchen lights off. They've lit a candle in the kitchen on the dining room table.
0: This morning? This
1: morning. Monday Monday. morning. Yes. They had cooked Stu and I some eggs, sliced some cheese and tomatoes, and made us this little breakfast. And they were our waiters. But they knew how much I was enjoying this wine last night, so they poured us each a huge glass of this wine.
0: (laughs) It's Monday. (laughs) And...
1: (laughs) Because we don't, it takes us usually like two days to drink a bottle. So there was still like half of this from last night. So they poured us these glasses of wine. And I said, buddy, this is so sweet. But like, you know, we usually have coffee with breakfast. He's like, no, you drink wine with breakfast. I'm like, no, I I don't. though. <laughs> <No. laughs>
0: like, that is adorable.
1: It was so, so sweet. Anyway if you get the white box get this wine
0: that's cute it's Is she playing a flute? Really good. little she's, she's like in a, a little flute. Audrey Hepburn dress mm-hmm. with a flute mm-hmm. so, so cute anyway okay so there you go
1: dryfarmwines.com forward slash
0: homemaker chic um I I never get white and it's stupid that's stupid I, just <laughs> keep, I keep forgetting to go in and change it yeah. like could I just have a few so you can order like just one time or you can do a subscription. Yeah. I like subscriptions because I just am going to forget. Yeah.
1: There you go. That's a fun Mm -hmm. one.
0: Okay. Inspiration. As
1: I'm thinking now, I had a few minutes to think. Okay. And I've wanted to do this and I've never actually done it. But the podcast may be a good reason to do this.
0: What about
1: if we went through the Bowl Full of Lemons Home Organization book? Piano y piano. Like, Section by section. Because I'm telling you, she starts, maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I believe mm-hmm. she starts, I think I'm remembering in the kitchen. this wrong. Doesn't she start in the kitchen? Well, there's, I just remember there was one section she did on cars and it was like, stop being a loser, go get a plastic tub, put in jumper uh-huh. cables, put in a first oh, aid yeah, cook, for sure. put in a blanket, flares, put in yep, some flares, blanket, put in a couple yep. granola bars and a few bottles of water, Make mm-hmm. sure you have your insurance card that it's up to date. But it's not hard, but like what I'm, and I should have known this forever ago, but like that stuff really does make a difference.
0: When you see those flashing lights in your rear view mirror, it sure does. It sure does. <laughs> you, know
1: where- <laughs> you know where everything is. And- or when we were at the beach, like I took the time to pack a little first aid kit and oil mm-hmm. container with me. Like I know how to use oils mm-hmm. very well. Mm. All of my kids got stung by jellyfish. All of them. And I was like, fine. <laughs> got it. <laughs> and it made a difference. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think that cool. might be, f- what if we challenge ourselves to do it? What if we challenge our people and we do it together? Uh, yeah, that would be scary. You scared? Scary.
0: <laughs> I am scared. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good, though. Will you guys tell us on
1: Instagram if you would be into that? Because we could issue a challenge on Monday. Mm -hmm. Give people, I mean, we could go through it slowly. Give people the week to do it. And then come back, you know, the next Monday, check in and give the next challenge. We could break it down for people. You don't have to go buy the book. Mm -hmm. But we could just say, here's what we're doing this week.
0: Okay. That could be fun. We could do it
1: all together.
0: It is an excellent book.
1: It's very good, and I've just looked at it thus far. <laughs> I imagine if you actually execute what it says, it's even better.
0: <laughs> well, again, sometimes books like that, it's it's maybe like the way somebody would approach a book about a diet or something. Most people aren't like just doing the full Monty, right? But they're gonna pull. They're pu- gonna pull some nuggets from whatever it is that they're studying and implement them. Yeah. Um, it makes a ton of difference. It can right. be one thing or just somebody gives you one idea of like, hey, in your kitchen, if you're having to walk eight feet to get something that you use next to your range. Right. Maybe just move it. Right. <laughs> like, You know, it's like it. it for, with homemaking, it can't things. Not everything is epic. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. Not... <laughs> Everything <laughs> is epic. I, I even tell my small children that when they're like, epic. I'm like, you know, if everything's epic, nothing's epic. It's like when everything's okay. awesome. It's like there's one thing awesome. that's
1: awesome. God,
0: God is awesome. <laughs> Not your okay. coffee. Okay. Your coffee is <laughs> enjoyable. Incredible. Delicious. Hot. Delightful. Comforting. Pleasurable. Delightful. Right. Addictive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I just think for even with books like that, so like, don't if you're like, don't be intimidated to follow along with us if, if we do this, because it, you don't have to do the whole thing. You just might get like one great idea. That's all it really takes is one great idea. I got I watched this video. OK, you know, when we were in New Orleans, the um, dresser we had yeah. had the white sink. Yeah. OK, well, I did that. That's what we that's what I did in my bathroom here. My children have ruined it. With water and the wood is buckling. Oh, no. But it's pretty. I'm mean, going to have to have my uncle like make me a countertop for it or something. They just let water puddle mm-hmm. right in front of the sink. And no matter how much polyurethane, it's buckling. But that being said, I once watched a YouTube video. I was watching an interior designer on YouTube. And she was just talking about like five tips to do whatever to your home. I'm like, oh, just kind of my eyes are glazing over. But she said one thing. She's like, trays. Trays make things make sense yes (laughs) and so i kind of just tilted my head talked my head i was like huh that is a good idea so the next week at tj maxx i was back in the clearance section and they had a carrera marble clearance tray i got it i put it on our kitchen counter and put all the toothbrushes and toothpaste and Mm -hmm. sea buckthorn oil from tubes on it Mm-hmm. Instead of all over the count. Ca- it's like that's all it that's took. That's all it took. And that's it. And the the kids don't put sometimes I just take the toothpaste and I just set it back on the tray. Yeah. And then everything's on a tray. And it's stylish and it looks like it has intention. It sometimes it's just one stupid thing.
1: And and I think this is an important point because it's not about just buying more stuff or having more money for XYZ. Angela and I have this funny thing we talk about in our private conversations. We call them old Ange and old Shay," And it'll be like, oh, that was an old Ange move. And what we mean by that was we both have gone through very tight financial times. Mm -hmm. But what comes out of those times, A, is an appreciation for money and food and paying bills that will (laughs) never, ever go away. So and true <laughs> is this severe
0: adaptation and creativity. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, necessity being the mother of invention. Exactly. Yeah. So absolutely. I have had a talk with
1: myself lately. I know I keep going back to the cars, but it's mm-hmm. my car is having some problems. Okay. I am grateful for my car. And that's what I need to tell myself. I am so grateful for it. We haven't had a payment on it and over 10 years, and it's been a great vehicle for us. But one of the ways that we can sort of foster this feeling that we're going after and actually make changes in our home, with the example of the car, is, okay, Mm. we'll clean it out, vacuum it out, go take it and get a $5 car wash, have a tub in the back, have that organized. Tubs make things make sense. So maybe get a few tubs, Line the trunk of your Suburban with it, and maybe you keep one for shopping items or groceries or whatever. Thank Mm -hmm. you, honey. Maybe you have one for loose articles of clothing when you're running to and fro from here. And maybe you have one for roadside assistance stuff. Garbage. I need a dumpster. You just (laughs) change out your headlights, you know, or like Mm. fix a few of the small little things that you can fix. Mm Mm-hmm. So, it's not always just go and buy the big perfect thing. That's not always the solution. And I'll tell you, when I tap into Old Shay, it makes me so happy because mm-hmm. Old Shay had to really preserve every single thing we had. I had to take such good care of stuff because I couldn't afford to buy it again. Period. Oh, yeah. Period. Yes, absolutely. And there is like a homemaking buzz that comes from that. You know what I'm talking about. I do. I totally do.
0: Yep. I just want okay, to be able to the- have
1: that and buy prosciutto. I think that's too much to I ask. Think that's too much to ask. <laughs> you can drive your BMW. I just want to eat Parmesan. <laughs> okay. Right. That's all I want to do. Okay, so I just had Stu bring me the home organization, the complete book of home organization. I keep this in my laundry room. So I'm looking at the tasks and she's grouped it into a hundred and... Okay, the car's the very last one. Hmm. She's grouped it into 166 different challenges. I don't... So I think we'll just...
0: And we could do that for the next year, Shay. I know. We
1: could. (laughs) That's fine. That can maybe become a part of the podcast. Like, here's what we're doing in our homes this week.
0: Yeah. People would like that because a lot of people really do want, like, just tell me what to do. Like, not everybody is inspired by inspiration. Some people, like, I just want a task. Just tell me what to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so should we hold off to next season to do that, or should we just r- start rolling it out? I guess it doesn't matter. We'll just roll it out because doesn't matter. yeah, this is going to take us a while to get through. So mm-hmm. homemakers, <laughs> we like to think uh, on the spot. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that about this podcast. <laughs> Here is our first.
0: What are we going to call this segment, Angela? Oh my gosh! Well, I've (laughs) got to give me some time for that. You know, I like to name things. All right, we might—that's TBD.
1: Okay. Okay. TBD. Um, This would be a fun thing for us to share over on Instagram as well, Mm -hmm. and document so people can see our sort of traction. We can talk about our highs and lows with it on the episodes. But
0: no, we have asked Tony to be on the show, but she does not want to speak. She doesn't like speaking. Yeah, (laughs) she's an author. And she's good at what she does. Yep. So.
1: So I'm going to read this section for us. Mm-hmm. Homemakers. And this will be kind of what we work on for the next week. Okay. It's not so bad. Uh, reinvent <laughs> your kitchen. Listen to what this I'm saying. This is say. so good. The kitchen uh, is, is the heart of the home. Baby, mm-hmm. And a well-planned space will streamline food prep, cooking, baking, and cleaning. All while maximizing time and efficiency. Before you start pulling everything out of the cabinets and drawers, begin by writing out a plan. So here's your homework. Consider how many cabinets and drawers you have. What needs organizing? Which areas are used for which tasks? How many gadgets, small appliances, and dishes can you purge? And how much space will result? Write out your ideas for your kitchen and get a detailed plan on paper. Once you've got your guideline, it's time to get started. But we are not going to get started yet. Okay, so your first task, this number one task, is to put a plan on paper for your kitchen.
0: I actually did my kitchen last week. What do you mean you did it? I did it, man. (laughs) I gutted it. should have seen that garbage can. It was sexy. It, it was so has full. to happen all the time. I threw out cookbooks. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to rip the one recipe that I use in yep. this stupid book out. Yep. I'm throwing the thing away because yep. I just can't anymore. I keep getting rid of storage. So I needed to get rid of things. Oh, my gosh, it's beautiful. I moved a few things for baking. I'm like, again, like my example, mm-hmm. like, why are you walking over there when you use it here? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, and sometimes it's just, I need to reorganize this. Like, I've got this great pantry that's open. Yeah, I love your pantry. I've Mm -hmm. kicked around putting a covering on it. I'm not sure. If I just leave it open. If you leave it open, you got to work on keeping it nice. Mm -hmm. It's not so nice right now. (laughs) It looks like it's had a summer of cooking done in it. But this will be really fun because my initial reaction would be to go into the kitchen and just rip everything out and then i would get exhausted and i wouldn't actually make any progress Mm -hmm. so we're not this isn't a huge overhaul this is just about writing down what's working what's not working making a plan for how your kitchen could serve you better and that is your task
0: for the day brilliant that's great okay Mm -hmm. This is going to be fun.
1: The kitchen's going to take us a little while, all right? Rightfully so. That's where we're going to be for a little while. Eventually, we'll get to the bathrooms and to the bedrooms and closets and cars, and we're going to touch it all over the course of
0: the year. All right. So there you go. You're listening to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I'm Angela. I'm Shay. And we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. With red lips and no denim jumpers. Homemaker Chic listeners, have you made your 2024 travel plans yet? Why not join me, Angela, in Paris for five nights and six days in either April or October of next year for the elegant ladies' trip of a lifetime. I'll be taking you to my favorite restaurants, patisseries, Three different Parisian flea markets, a glamorous riverboat cruise, of course, the must-have photo shoot in front of the Eiffel Tower, and more. So grab your mom, your sister, your best friend, or come by yourself and make new friends. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash Paris with Angela to reserve your place. Spots are very limited with only eight guests. Let me show you around my most favorite city on earth. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash Paris with Angela. Or simply click that red circle marked Paris over on our Instagram profile. Hey friends, Shay here. If the food coming out of your kitchen is a little lackluster, and if
1: you've been feeling like you need some instruction, direction, or inspiration in the kitchen, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. Here's the thing, we have to cook multiple times a day whether it's for us or for a household we have to be economical smart and intentional with what we put on our tables since 2018 i've encouraged women in their kitchens with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos basically i'm here to help you see that the food that we enjoy matters and i'm here to help you actually cook it so here's how it works as a cooking community member you'll get five farm fresh recipes each month created from my kitchen and delivered straight to you you'll also get an instructional video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors on top of that we meet once a month for a live q a where you can ask questions of me or other home cooks live in community and be inspired to kind of keep going on that good work in your kitchen lastly our online community is thriving and there's loads of conversation and sharing going on there all the time So, you can participate there as much or as little as you'd like for further direction and inspiration. Each month, you'll get to enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliotthomestead.com right now. Choose the membership that works best for you. And let's get cooking. Um, This is supposed to be the season where we're answering people's questions. (laughs) We are an hour and 10 (laughs) minutes into this podcast. We have not done that. Do you have a few that we could uh, toss on to the end here? Um, here. First off, let me say thank you, baby wise people for coming out of the closet, standing in solidarity with me. (laughs) It's one of those things you don't. You know, it's not a very popular idea to hold in our culture. So, uh, I appreciated all your messages and emails that came through after that. That was, those were very sweet and I'm glad that it's been beneficial for so many of you. A lot of people have found help when it came to sleep training their children.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's just do two easy ones because okay. we we don't want to go too long okay. here. Um Uh, I know a big portion of your home decor is thrifted, mm-hmm. which thrifted is a a very big umbrella term, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, But when you're purchasing something new for your house, whether it's a chair or curtains or bedding, where do you look? What are your go-to mm-hmm. companies for home Gosh. decor? I
1: rarely buy things new. Mm-hmm. Like, even our comforter we got for our bed, I got it from Etsy. Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> I go to Etsy a lot. Uh, um, where do I go? Oh, Sur La Table.
0: Yeah. Sur La Table is a great place for kitchen stuff. Sur La Table and Williams-Sonoma. Really and my, high quality. My go-to for kitchen mm-hmm. high quality things. Um our mattresses, for example, we have an avocado and birch mattresses mm-hmm. in the house, and I choose those just because they're organic and American-made and no off-gassing, mm-hmm. no formaldehyde, mm-hmm. not even like birch doesn't even have formaldehyde in their, or um, is it formaldehyde in their factories. Mm-hmm. Like there's something like a flame retardant they don't even have in the building, which I think is so great. Um who may uh we each have Lacanche ranges like we are because i mean my thought is because i'm and when i say thrifting that's like that falls under antiquing curbside flea market garage sale resale shops thrift shops like all those things when i use the word thrifting i mean all of those things um but because of that then those things are typically more worn right like Soak clamp shades that rip easy or or whatever right. then i do like to save and invest in quality things that need to last so we each have leconch ranges my mattresses are really good mattresses who made your furniture like you did a nice uh, i did a like a like real, they're like
1: the lifetime couches where they have like hand yeah. make them i can't think of the name right now um let me look it up okay yes to that um you
0: know things like devol uh hardware and like faucets okay devol i did my yeah
1: i had done like three different versions of it finally i'm like you idiot you should have just bought what you wanted in the first place so they all make little curtain rods and my copper hangs from a devol rod
0: right and they are an investment
1: for sure i just save up to be able to get them Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: Oh, I can't think. I, I'm going to have to come back to you with the name of this. I can't think of it. OK. Um, But yeah, I've kind of you know, there was definitely a season where even things like a lot of my kitchen where I thrifted and that can still be a great way to go. But I've gotten a little bit more picky in my older mm-hmm. age, especially because we film and photograph everything. And there's definitely mm-hmm. a place for patina platters and beautiful stuff like this. And then there's a few things where I was like, I just want a really nice fish spatula. Like I don't want it to be, I just bought myself some new whisks. I had been using this wooden handle copper headed whisk that had like three little (laughs) things on it that I got in an antique store a hundred years ago. Yeah. And it was old then. And I'm like, you know what? I would really like just a nice stainless steel, high functioning whisk Uh And so I've stopped, I've honestly stopped thrifting a lot because I just got to the point where I feel like our house was full. We had what we needed and Mm -hmm. I wasn't just going to shop for shops, shopping's sake. I'm just not the sort. I will shop for art. I will always shop for plates and things because I photograph food so much. I always like to have a rotating, you can only photograph Mm -hmm. on the same plate so many times. Mm-hmm.
0: Um oh speaking of William Sonoma and plates, I had this beautiful big blue and white William Sonoma like catch of the day fish platter. My kids broke it last week. It was so lovely. I have this thing about fish sized like I have a fish um the copper like steamer.
1: That's so sick. And my
0: fish platter. And once my mom had a store and she had a Limoges fish platter. Just this gorgeous rainbow trout hand-painted on this ancient Limoges platter, and someone stole it. We were there. We went to the back room while somebody was, like, wandering around the shop, and we came out, and it was gone. Mm. So I hope you're listening. Shame on you. (laughs) It is sad when
1: things get broken. It's really. It sad. is. I
0: was. I tried to be cool. Like I only paid a couple bucks for it. So, like I walked into Williams Sonoma and paid seventy five dollars for it. But yeah. it was so classy. Yeah. And it was blue and white, and I used it all the time. And I used it for like crab cakes and like fish. Yeah. Hello, yeah. you know. Like I loved it. It brought me a lot of pleasure to use. I was. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cherish is another great uh website, and Cherish is sort of like um designer secondhand things. It's like chair, like so. furniture chair chair I've mm-hmm. gotten
1: sore of vanity in our bathroom And our little like kind of lounge chair I got those from Cherish, mm-hmm. So it's not new But it's like nicer New or it's nicer Old yeah, well, right you can find yeah. nice stuff Yeah
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's a great place to head to And op- Overall just genuinely too Trying to be way more conscience, conscious I can never see that Right the first time Trying to be more conscious about what comes in, you know, mm. and just really getting it curated nicely. Less better, not more over and over and over again. <laughs> so, all right, what's our next easy one?
0: Um, Hold on. Oh, crud, these are long. I want to give more attention to these. Next episode, um, we'll okay, answer your I'll let, questions more, I I'll, I'll let you sort of take, you. I'll let, no, you, this think. is going to be a little bit more you. No, it's not a big one. It's not heavy. We're going to, we're going to be done. It's not, we can't close heavy. How do you recommend finding a mentor? You have both mentioned in the past that you have one past or present. Um, what do you do if you have looked around your professional and social community mm-hmm. and don't see anyone with the right background? How did you both find or approach your mentors initially when you did find them? Mm-hmm. And so maybe you could just—I don't have a mentor. Sure, I don't. But you, you, you have a photography. I have a photography mentor. Right mentor. Right now, so. Um, I've never
1: had like a spiritual personal one.
0: There, it's she's all. more entrepreneur okay. hobby. So. so.
1: I didn't find them intentionally, I suppose you could say. Sometimes I would use the discover feature of Instagram and I was searching for things like still life and photography, these things that I wanted to grow in. And I would Mm -hmm. happen upon these accounts and then I would follow them for a time. And I noticed that multiple accounts that I was following kept tagging this particular person. And so mm. I finally checked that person out and I thought, oh, well, this is where this is all coming from. And so I, I don't know if it's, I pay my mentors, so it's more like I'm taking lessons. It's mm-hmm. not like they're doing it out of the goodness of their heart. They're professionals. They deserve to be paid for their expertise. Mm-hmm. And so the way I have it set up now and meet with them once a week for an hour, I bring my work, they critique it. It's hard. Sometimes it hurts my feelings, but it always spurs me on to do better Mm -hmm. and have grown exponentially beyond what I could ever have done by myself. This is actually the first time I've ever worked with a mentor like that.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: I thought, oh, Mm -hmm. this is why this is a thing that people do, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you really can't always see the forest through the trees when you're in it so closely. It's like when you leave your house and then you come back, you can see it with new eyes as opposed to when you're in it all the time. So Mm -hmm. I discovered them on social media. And that meant just finding what I liked and sort of working backwards. And so far, it's been a good fit. I think for a lot of people, you got to try different things and piece from different people. For example, Mm -hmm. I follow this photographer on YouTube called Peter McKinnon. Most photographers have heard of him. He's very successful. Mm-hmm. We have a totally different type of photography style, videography style, but I glean tips. So he's not like a mentor, but I mm-hmm. still learn from him. So mm-hmm. part of it is just putting. Um, so one thing my mentor says is don't look sideways. Look up. He said, if you want to be I a love that. better photographer, stop looking at other Instagram photographers and study edward weston (laughs) like study the Mm -hmm. greats um because that will naturally make you a better photographer and so i i did i unfollowed a lot of modern photographers that i follow and instead have sort of bought these books and spend my time kind of pouring through these books of painters or photographers or you know i have pretty strong affinity for a lot of renaissance inspired art. So like I'll study that, the coloring and the lighting and
0: anyway, composition and
1: all that kind of stuff. So uh, work backwards, try to find somebody, be willing to pay them for their work. Don't expect them to do it for free because they deserve to get paid. And then um, uh, study the greats. Mm
0: -hmm. So depending
1: on what you're wanting to do, study the greats would be my advice. Cool. There you go. All
0: right. Yeah, I would say at this point I would call my French teacher my French mentor mm-hmm. because we're not just going through lessons anymore. Yeah. Now I'm like bringing specific – I'm trying to really get an understanding of like is this how you communicate in French? It's not like just all about direct translation. Like how would the a, a French person communicate right. this thought, you know? So I think, I feel like my lessons have taken on like a whole new level. And again, paying. Pay them. Very intense. I get done and my brain hurts. Yep. Um, and a lot of people have asked me, somebody asked me in the old world design call the other day. Um, I'm, I use Eboo, Dot com. They have um, great people. Mm-hmm. I've kind of worked through a bunch of them until I found him mm-hmm. and really like him. So mm-hmm. there you go. hmm Anything
1: okay. like that, language, photography, whatever, it's so slow, y'all. <laughs> it's so slow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just about talking up under someone and being, yep. really being vulnerable and wading through the muck yep. of getting better. Yep. It's a painful process. Yep. It is a painful process. <laughs> yep. So. Yep. Very much so.
1: Okay. I'm so glad okay. we got to do this today.
0: I missed yeah. doing it last week. I felt
1: so awful about that whole situation. So. Thanks for bearing with us over the summer. We've had a exciting six Well, weeks. we had two, two back-to-back weeks <laughs> <Yeah>. of chaos. <laughs> Some crazy. Just yeah. chaos. But I'm looking forward to this season ahead. I'm looking forward to doing this home organization challenge. That's going to be fun, even if no one joins me. But if you are, will you guys let us know over on Instagram? And remember, on Instagram, you can find all the direct links to the sponsors and to our advertisers with all the codes. Angela's organized it so beautifully there. So please take advantage of that. And if you can think of somebody in your life who might benefit from doing this home organization challenge with us, will you please share the podcast with them? Send it to them. You can do it wherever you listen to your podcast. Share it with them and say, hey, let's do this together. Angela and I are going to be here doing it with you, but it'd be really great for you to have an accountability buddy that you could text accountability buddy. An accountability buddy. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that. <forgot. laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? We always have the trailers on Instagram. Share them to your stories. Help us grow our audience. Okay. If there's an episode you really like, just hit the share button. Toss it over on your stories. Tag us. Say hi. There you go. Yep. All right. Ladies, okay.
1: we'll be back here next Monday.
0: Next Monday. Okay. Cheers. Cheers.